Adding the choice of a crispy chicken BLT to Wendy's 4 for 4 is the biggest thing since rappers trying to sing. I got me out and I sound like a robot. But do you like the sound of this? Wendy's 4 for 4 now comes with a choice of a junior bacon cheeseburger or a crispy chicken BLT. From Detroit to Macon, I keep it crisp like bacon. Both are topped with crispy applewood smoked bacon and come with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke for just four bucks. Oh, yeah. And participate in Wendy's for a limited time. Meal includes small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Returning to start cleaning up. There is debris on every street corner, uh, on every street in this town, and it just stretches and stretches. Fox Business Network's Jeff Flock is in Denham Springs. This was not a flood-prone area, a lot of these uh, communities, and so people don't have flood insurance. So, uh, you know, you see all this damage out here, and the question is, who's going to pay for the cleanup, and who's going to pay to get these people back on? Some other areas still underwater, including more than 7,000 businesses and a lot of schools, and some flooded areas are being warned by federal health officials they may be next in line for Zika. Fox Radio's Evan Brown, who travels to Baton Rouge tomorrow, joins us live now from Miami. Elisa, the Aedes aegypti mosquito, that's the species that carries the Zika virus, has long been present in the southern United States, and the fear has... The civil authorities have issued a required weekly test for all of Connecticut, all of Districts of Columbia, all of Delaware, all of Florida, all of Georgia, all of Indiana, all of Kentucky, all of Massachusetts, all of Maryland, all of Maine, all of Michigan, all of North Carolina, all of New Hampshire, all of New Jersey, all of New York, all of Ohio, all of Pennsylvania, all of Rhode Island, all of South Carolina, all of Virginia, all of Vermont and all of West Virginia beginning at 11 a.m. and ending at 12 p.m. Test message e-pause open cap EAS feed configuration test message. Changes before then would needlessly hurt people being helped by the Foundation's charitable work. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Is the economy booming? Why is the stock market up? Hey, it's an election year. Anything goes. No matter who wins, stocks look overbought. Move into silver. Use your retirement account. Do it right. Why pay setup and storage fees? Special offer. Free setup and storage fees. Learn how. Call Goldworth. Request your guide free. 800-257-GOLD. 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 Visit goldworth.com. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 898-STEEL. 898-STEEL. That's 800-987-8335. Trending at 1103 on Eagle News Radio 1110, I'm David Martinez. April Mayor James Fiorentini said he's looking to strengthen his request for voluntary water conservation, even though water customers in Haverhill did heed his call to conserve during the weekend of August 13th and 14th by not watering lawns and washing their cars and their driveways. For the weekend of August 13th and 14th, the water customers collectively used an average of 5.91 million gallons of water per day, nearly 2 million gallons fewer than a normal day. Fiorentini says he has submitted a request to the City of Haverhill City Council to amend the current ordinance related to the drought emergency conditions. said the amendment would give the city the ability to impose stricter water conservation measures under the drought emergency conditions. Water Department encourages all residents not to water outdoor plants and lawns between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. when evaporation is highest. And please do not water your lawn at all if you can avoid it. For more information on this and other local news, visit EagleTribune.com and listen at the top of every hour. For Eagle News Radio News Flash. The following is a paid program. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and the guests and are not necessarily those of WCCM or its sponsors. Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. 
A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone. Evening? Wow. <laughs> we'll take it. It's evening somewhere. That's true. That's yeah. true. I need more coffee. <laughs> yeah, so anyone listening out there, they could certainly bring me coffee, and I would be happy, by the way. There you go. That would be fun. Yeah, and Lou, too. Let's yeah. all except tea. Tea, Lou. I, I could drink some coffee. All right, there you go. So, anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition right here on Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 HD2, soon to be FM. And on Tojinet, and you can join us. Why, did you hear something? <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing something for a long time. <laughs> so, you know, if they mention it enough times, maybe it'll happen, you know. Well, it's it's going to happen. Power of attraction. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what it is? Law of attraction? Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> so a highly complex project. Technically and uh, regulatorily. Regulatory. Toilet. That's about right. <laughs> Anytime you get any regulation, it's, it's pretty much down the toilet. Is the way I look at it. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, from a regulatory standpoint, it's a joke. Yeah, running down the running the lighthouse. I trust me, <laughs> it's it's a nightmare. So anyway, and speaking about the lighthouse, I did a uh, ghost and pirate cruise. You would have liked that, Lou. You should have came with us. I should have sailed the seven seas. It's kind of fun. It was like two and a half hours. We went out of rye. Did you dress like a pirate? I did. Yeah. I did. I always do. Where the hell do you got a rye? Uh, the marina. Oh, the marina? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's the Grand State Whale Watch boat. We take it over, <laughs> hoist up the pirate flag, and... <laughs> hoist the Jolly Roger? Yeah, we do that. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. And we go out and, uh, you know, I talk about the, uh, the pirate agreement, you know, and... Uh, in order to be a pirate, you had to sign an agreement. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. What were you agreeing to? Oh, it's a, it's a big long list. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole pile of things. Most were in either being marooned or killed. Uh, <laughs> but really? they actually had pretty, you know, regular rules, which is kind of cool. Well, they had yeah, they had a code, I guess, right? Well, they're rules. Yeah. And there was penalties for uh, breaking. Excuse me, break, breaking these rules. And uh, so it's kind of neat. I mean, bed, bed at 8 o'clock. Really? All lights out on the deck, 8 o'clock. Wow. Mm-hmm. Early night's sleep for the pirates. Yeah, there you go. I only got a lot of pillaging and stuff to do, you know. So, But, uh, yeah, when they were, you had to be pretty fair to each other. You know, they didn't allow uh, gambling on the boat as well. So No, no, ga- no gambling on the boat. No. And, you know, the reason... Well, see, that goes directly against Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? Because they had that dice game there that they used to play. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know which pirate, which one that used movie that was. That was uh, Lands in two, I believe. Yeah, the second know. one. I don't know. So yeah, it was pretty cool. They had you know regular uh, rules that they abide by, and so you know what kind of neat. And it was a, and it was one of the purest forms of democracy, which is kind of cool too. Really? Yeah. What were they voting on? I mean, everybody had a share, an equal share oh. of all the all the stuff, and. Uh, you know, uh, you could very well be removed if you were not keeping up with in the violation. rules. In yeah. violation, yes. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, everything ended up in, in mar- marooning. And basically, uh, they oh, dropped... So if you screwed up, yeah, they were going to drop you on an island. Yeah, pretty much. You get a... Uh, with a pistol with one shot. Exactly. Yeah. Pistol with one shot. And uh, well, I'll give you a little bit of water. So the one shot was for you. <laughs> yeah, when you decided to kill yourself. Yep. Yep. And... Uh, if you had a, a beef with somebody else on the ship, you had to settle it on land, never on the ship. Really? Yep. I they didn't would, know that one. They would take you uh, to an island, and uh, you had uh, the old, uh, what do you call a duel? Yep. And they would settle it that way. Hmm. Yep. You would uh, take 20 paces, turn, shoot. The quartermaster would go with you, of course. And then if you both missed, <laughs> then you would finish Shake it. Shake hands and get in the boat. No, you'd finish it with the cutlass. <laughs> oh, really? So that would be it. But yeah. it's, it's, it was interesting. And, and there's this more and more stories that are, that are coming forward about that region and pirates and stuff. Uh, uh, Jeremy found an interest in uh, Was story. it a highly, were there a lot of pirates? And oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Up and down this coast. I mean, we hung a lot of pirates in Boston. Really? I didn't, yeah. 
Yeah. You hear about them in the open seas, but never really attached to the coast here. Oh, Ocean Born Murray, the story of Ocean Born Murray, of course, is, is all about pirates. And, mm-hmm. you know, we should have Jeremy on to talk about that. He wrote a whole book on just that topic. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. And Jeremy, like I said, found out uh, we knew about the, the Squalus. The Squalus was a submarine that went down. A lot of people died. Right. But there was another one, too, with even more deaths than the Squalus. And he just came up with that. And I came across... The Thresher, wasn't it? No, it was another one. Another one. Okay. And uh, in our area. Yeah. And, and uh, I also came up with a, uh, a an account in a local newspaper about a sea serpent that actually snatched up and ate one of the uh, people investigating it. So, kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway. So, joining us now is the scary god, New England scary godmother, Roxy Zwicker, and Mr. Ken Zwicker. Good morning. Hey, guys. I think everybody was vacationing in New Hampshire and Maine. Why? The traffic was outrageous coming down here today. <laughs> welcome mean, to my world. <laughs> Holy cow. So we we left on time, but there was just way too many people I left today. 20 minutes early last week. In the, what was I, about 10, 15 minutes late? Yeah. 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 yeah Ridiculous. It's, it's crazy out there. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Rotary Project, but that is no more Rotary. Just have a moment in silence for the Rotary. Moment of silence. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Okay, there you go. There it is. So, uh, happy birthday to you. Oh, I have oh, a happy birthday. birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you do you do anything exciting? Uh, we went up to Booth Bay Harbor. We did uh, some Ooh. harbor cruises. We stayed right on the ocean. And it was uh, it was quite nice. The weather was kind of up and down. Went down to uh, visit the main botanical gardens. Found a book on ghost stories of Booth Bay Harbor, which was really cool. Cool. So yeah, it was a. You was can't a go anywhere without investigating ghost stuff. Right? Oh, Absolutely. you can't. You ha- you have to. There's so many stories all around us. You know what always kills me too is like um, Clay Rucker was a member of NEGP and his wife went to uh, Cape May in New Jersey. I didn't know they had beach lighthouse, house. and uh, they had a whole thing on all the Victorians there as the most haunted place in the world. It's like yeah, really. <laughs> Every place is the most yeah. haunted place if you're trying to sell it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, there's ghost stories everywhere and everything. So any good ghost stories in Boots Bay? Um, I've, read a, I've read a few of them. And one of the interesting ones that I read about, I mean, there's Hendrick's Head Lighthouse, which has the, the story of the baby that allegedly washed ashore that was named Seaborn. But I was reading another story <laughs> about, um, about a woman. Sounds like a horse, doesn't it? What? Seaborn. Yeah, in the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky something. Derby Seaborn. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they, they named the child Seaborn because it was born of the sea. I figured that out. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I just... Very good. Just I was just, I was just helping you along there. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Getting you off the horse. Yeah. So um, there's another story, though, that I didn't know about the lighthouse that I just learned about a woman who had come to stay in town at one of the hotels, and she didn't have a lot of identification with her, and there was something really mysterious about her. She, you know, wanted to know... You know how she could go and see and smell and hear the water in a silent place. So she ended up walking from Booth Bay Harbor all the way out to Hendricks Head Lighthouse, and she was all dressed in black and she was just kind of focused ahead. And then people started looking for her the next day, and they wondered where she had gone. And apparently, she had committed suicide by weighing her belt down with old flat irons, and she threw herself into the ocean. Hmm. And now they still see her spirit wandering around in the area of the lighthouse. She's called the, the Dark Lady. With or without flat irons? Uh, without flat oh, that's irons. Good. That's good. Well, that'd be kind of curious. She could manifest the flat irons yeah, and know. clanging around. You, you know, as part of our uh, pirate cruise and, and ghost thing, what we do is at the when we're heading back, because it's dark by the time we head back, we always uh, invite people on board to come up and tell us their stories. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. It's a everybody does it. And we give out little prizes and stuff. But for the best ghost story? No, just if you share your story. Oh, nice. And uh, it's kind of cool. We had one really interesting one was uh, about this woman who uh, was in Nashua at uh, some park there, Prescott Park, or I don't know, some park. I forget in Nashua. Prescott's in Portsmouth, just so you know. Yeah, I know that. But <laughs> I just said some kind. If you just continued <laughs> listening, you would have heard that. Uh, anyways. So, anyways, um, she was there with her two little daughters, and uh, there was a woman there who was painting, and the woman came up to her and said, can I paint your daughters? And she said, uh, well, you know, I, 
she doesn't really do that. She's kind of like more introverted, and she's especially protective of her kids. So, but there was something about this woman that she, she liked, and uh, she said, "Yeah, okay." And and the kids had been a pain in the butt all day long. They were very fussy and everything else, but all of a sudden they turned very quiet, and they they sat and they posed for this woman, and the, the woman did their their pictures, and uh, she handed them to the lady, and uh, the lady turned around, and started walking away with her two daughters, and then she turned back. And the lady was gone. And it was like a park, so it was clear, so she could yeah. see everybody. And she had no clue where she, where she went. It's mm. just like in a minute, it was like gone. <laughs> with all her stuff and everything that she drew the yeah, pictures. So she ghost had the painter. Yeah, ghost so painter. So she never got the paintings or anything? Oh, yeah, she got the paintings. She got them, okay. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, she got the paintings. Uh, they handed it to her, and uh, they, they took them, they left, and... Uh, that was it. Interesting. That was kind of a cool story. I mean, here's something, you know, that somebody uh, wanted to share, you know. I yeah. mean, there's no personal gains other than telling a ghost story, but, you know, other than that. so I like those stories where it feels like it's a real life, mm-hmm. it's a real life exchange, and then yeah. all of a sudden you, you get shown that yeah, daytime. maybe it wasn't. Yeah. You know, daytime, no, no spooky house, no right. dark night, no nothing, just doing your everyday stuff. Right. Rocky's story about her friend the invisible friend. The invisible friend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All that stuff's really, really cool. Yeah. So what'd you think of uh Keith Johnson last week? Yeah, he was interesting. Was he? Demonologist Keith Johnson from the Ghost Hunters was on last week for yeah. the, the show and he'll well, be up at uh, Spirit Quest. Well we're working towards Spirit Quest, which is Angels and Demons, and I found it fascinating. We didn't get into it enough, I didn't think. Um and we should do it with angels and two this whole hierarchy. This whole structure of demons and angels, I find interesting. I do too. I yeah. th- it's intriguing. I, you know, when when Jan was going through uh, cancer, and uh, I was in the hospital, and I picked up this little pamphlet. Was the I was probably by uh, I don't know some religious group, right? But they they had the whole story on on Satan in there, and it was really intriguing that you could mm-hmm. actually write make a movie on it the way it was written. It was so cool. It was all this intrigue about you know Satan going behind God's back and all these little things. He's he's uh, corrupting other other the angels and archangels, and it's like then finally it all comes to head and he gets tossed out. It was it was pretty interesting and very very intriguing. Yeah. I thought they'd make a great movie. You know, I can see. Uh, you know, uh, Johnny Depp playing Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so to write the screenplay for that. Yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> but anyway. So uh, what do you think of this hierarchy thing of angels and demons? And well, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny that you... Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I actually got an um, email the other day um, from someone in Australia oh, who, was, yeah, who, was, who was telling me that every time... And I can show you the email. It's totally off the wall. That every time I talk about ghosts or try to connect people to ghosts that I'm actually connecting them to demons. Really? Yeah. And he knows this how? And they said they quoted all these Bible, Bible verses and and said that, you know, the only person oh, that can... Oh, you, every time you do it. Every, yeah, every, yes. t- yeah, every oh, time okay. that I do uh, it. When you said I, I thought it was talking about oh, yeah, no, first yeah. place. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so, my, my bad. My so, bad. Uh, so every time you're working with spirits, you're actually working with demons that are in disguise, mm-hmm. and you're exposing people to these demons, and that the only person that could really speak to spirits or anybody that's passed over is God, and that, you know, you have no right to be doing this. That's absolutely not true. If you mm-hmm. believe the Bible, if he quotes the Bible, then uh, Corinthians 1 actually tells you that God uh, does give uh, man the right to discern spirits. And there's a whole list of things that are, that are uh, listed in there that, that man ha- can do. Well, these people take like one certain section and then it's like, that's the word and they yep. ignore like all the rest of it. You know what I love about that, Ken, is that if you do that, for instance, if somebody will tell you and, and give you all those bad points, right? Mm-hmm. There, if you come back, right, with with other verses in the Bible that, that says it's okay, well, that's wrong because Satan uh, will use the Bible against you. So it, you can't win. You can't win. You even can't win. Absolutely, See, even can't the win. Bible's evil now. Yeah, yeah. You can't Great. win. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so 
this is what they said. They said, they said, God warns us in the Bible to refrain from seeking out the dead because a lot of the times it's the devil who does respond to man disguising himself as spirits of the dead. I believe that, by the way. God has already given us the truth regarding the afterlife, and demons only want to lead people away from these truths. When the soul dies, it goes straight to God for judgment and is placed in either heaven, hell, or purgatory. And it says, in very rare cases, does a soul, by the will of God, contact a person where the soul asks that person to pray for them to move them along to heaven? And then they went on to say, I hope that you will research into all these cases where people have suffered demonic attacks after seeing ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only are adults being open to this, but what's even more disturbing is that children and teenagers are being exposed to this as a form of entertainment and thrill-seeking, and this needs to stop. And then they quoted Deuteronomy and... Um, Dude. and um they they said that the work that i'm involved with is very dangerous and there are people that do come away being harassed oppressed and um possessed by demons we haven't seen that i have not seen that actually there is a lot of people get helped there there is uh i I believe that there is uh, an inherent danger there's a possibility Yeah. yeah you know so Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. So. We're going to take your precautions, just like anything else. Yeah, yeah. But everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and, and mm-hmm. but uh, this whole hierarchy thing is is kind of really, really interesting. Any of you watch Supernatural, the show? I've seen the one on the ghost hunters, where they had a ghost hunting group and some yeah. thing. I think that's about it. I mean, See, my daughter's really into it, so I've, yeah. been, I've been sucked into it by default. <laughs> with her and it, I have it, a supernatural deals, Ouija board. It deals with a lot of this, and, and you know, when you get into these stories, it's funny because we were talking about Pirates of the Caribbean and your pirate code, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that's actually brought in to the movies. You know, they try to try to use the stuff that supposedly is real, or or at least is talked about. Right. And there's a lot of a lot of this in there about. You know the whole interaction between the angel side and the demon side, and mm-hmm. all these rules. It's the same thing with angels and demons, isn't it? I mean, there yeah. are there are rules to this game. Yeah. The uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I forgot about it, and I was going to mention it when uh, before Roxy started. But one of the cool things that Keith Johnson had talked about, and uh, he's a demonologist, and uh, he said that the devil, uh, the demons, have to warn you right when they're they're yeah. looking at you. So I thought that was intriguing too. Uh, that you have to be one. That was part of they their... They have to disclose. Mm. Yeah, it's part of their <laughs> little disclosure. agreement, pirate's agreement, their uh, demon yeah, agreement. Demon you know? agreement. Yeah. Demon agreement. So, so how know. does the disclosure happen? Uh, he, he said uh, uh, rapping three times or... Yeah, that was one of the things. There was a bunch you. of... Yeah, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, uh, Keith's going to be at uh, Spare Cross on Saturday. Well, who's so. enforcing these rules? God, probably. So if you believe God is the supreme commander, then he's... So the God is managing the demonic side? He's supervising? He's enforcing it. Yeah. I'm guessing. Hmm. Unless unless Satan himself is enforcing it. You know, he signed a pact with God, or, or have his agreement with God that he has to do this, so if his boy step out of line... I have no clue. Yeah. Okay, so don't turn to me and, and tell me, uh, you know, this this is just all hypothetical. Just trying to wrap my head around Yeah, it. me too. I yeah. mean, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not saying that it's true or not, but this is just what I'm kind of, like, throwing out there to talk about, and that's what talk radio is all about. Yeah. Unlike uh, EEI with Angry Lou. Maybe I should be Angry Ron. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I turn on some of these talk radios, and all they do is bitch. It's like, whoa, give me a break. Oh, EEI is horrible these days. Oh, it's horrible. It's all into show stuff, and it's just... Yeah, so anyway. All that. Uh, I, do you remember we had guests... This is going back a year we or so. We had guests. Yeah, <laughs> I remember way back when we had guests. <laughs> no, I'm trying to bring the details and focus enough to, to remember this because she was talking about, uh, and I don't know if it had to do with angels or not, but there's this library. Oh, the acoustic uh, records. Yeah, the Akashic. 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 Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. These that these types of things exist out there, or yeah, I- exist in theory. I mean, and supposedly you can access the records and whatever. Yeah. Is that part, is that part of the angel thing or I don't know. It's kind of like the memory of the universe. Everything's kind of stored somehow. How do you do it in your brain? You know, how does the universe do it? I guess we don't know. Yeah. It's a compendium of thoughts, events, and emotions believed by theosophists to be encoded in a non-physical plane of existence known as the astral plane. Ooh. 
That's it. And it's there it's it a privilege only allowed to a few people. Oh no no no! We have tons of people doing it now. And it's a a matrix of consciousness grids that create our reality. It could be equated as the book of life or the universe's supercomputer system, according to Edgar Casey. Which is kind of like consciousness, right? The creative. What do you? Which, great, uh, great collective consciousness. Collective consciousness. Thank you, yeah. Lou. Thank God I have people be able to translate for me. It's so important. <laughs> I like so, the team of translators. Yeah. So we know there are archangels, right? There's a. Well, we don't. There's I a, mean, well, we talk about archangels. Yeah, most, most, uh, yeah, most even the spiritualists believe in archangels and so forth. Right, yeah, that's part of their hierarchy. Yeah. Are there arch, uh, arch demons? Are there? Is there a yeah, supreme court of demons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing. I have a book. Uh, it's an old, old, old book. Uh, hardcover in my office and it uh, lists all the demons and of course uh, if you mention a demon's name if you watch uh, what was that that one uh, oh paranormal state yeah oh, paranormal remember state. he was always yeah. like I have to write the name of the demon you now because if it. I say <laughs> yeah. it then I call his attention then yeah. I'm screwed but yeah. uh, anyways so that's the only reason I haven't brought it and read it on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I should. Huh? <laughs> so uh, if you don't, uh, yeah, we, we'll mention your name and, de- and a particular demon at the same time. Send your money to uh, <laughs> to avoid this process. <laughs> hey, speak. I'm, I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with nothing. And, uh, no. But uh, did you see this couple in Salem, New Hampshire? They got screwed out of a thousand bucks. No. They got a call. The wife got a call. From a kidnapper said they kidnapped the husband yeah. and they were going to kill him. Yep. So she hung up, right? And then he called back again and said he's here and uh, blah, 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 blah. And uh, oh, what she did is she called his phone and the guy answered his phone. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So he said, Give me $1,000, take it to Western Leonard and send it to Puerto Rico. So she did it, right? And then the husband got a call from the kidnapper again. He hung up on her. Then he got a call his wife, and he answered on the wife's phone. And so it was like they, they were able yeah. to somehow hack their phones so that they could work the both of them together. The, the only way that yeah. they found out is that she ran out to her husband's work and found them there. Huh. Uh, but they hmm. they lost a thousand dollars because she sent out a thousand dollars. So just be careful. This is our public service announcement. So uh, be aware, people. Watch yeah, out for that scam. Exactly. Yeah. Go to the, go to the police, and don't send money to Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, definitely not. So they forwarded their phone calls somehow. Yeah, somehow. The, yeah, yeah. So he was able to answer it. That's that's right. That was a, yeah. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. 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 I know. I mean, even my father-in-law, who it's a lot uh, of work to go through for a thousand bucks. Well, they were probably hitting him too, but yeah. he never he was at work by the time he got out. So they wired a thousand dollars to an account in Puerto Rico. Uh, they wired it from CVS. Yeah. <laughs> my my father in law, uh, you know, he's an old man. He lived at uh, he's a, turned a hundred this year, but back when he was in his nineties, he lived in Park Gardens, and he received a phone call saying that I had been in a an accident in Mexico, yeah. and he had to send out money to it. So he, he luckily, he was, for an old guy, he was pretty smart. He called me. He says, where are you? <laughs> yeah. I says, here. <laughs> Not in Mexico. So he didn't send money. He couldn't figure out how to send it anyways, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they that. picked the wrong guy there. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's funny. that it's, it's so many bad scams out there. But they, they are religiously... There are religious scams as well. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, we talk about uh, mediums and how they, they suck the money out of you. you know, a lot of cases, that, you, know, we, you know, we just talk about just the bad, but it does happen. But uh, check out this guy, uh, Peter Popoff. He's, Peter uh, Popoff. Peter Popoff. And uh, he's uh, uh, go on the internet and check him out. This guy is, is, is quite the dude. Uh, Steve Parsons... Uh, is uh, in constant card, uh, constant communication with him, and uh, it's yeah he's getting all this cool stuff from Peter Popoff, Miracle Water, and everything else. You just send them. Hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, I uh, hear the music, which means we have to take a break. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition right here on Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 HD2, and also on Tojanet. We'll be right back. Okay. 
the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack-of-energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within, and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. Hey, listen, high atop of Nuns Hill in Groveland stands the Chapel of the Little Missionary Sisters of Charity in Vesey Memorial Park. This serene scene will be the location for one of the most extraordinary events ever to be held. For three days and two nights, these sacred grounds will host the realm of Dan Brown's best-selling novels, Angels and Demons, and The Da Vinci Code. As part of the event, like in the novels, you become a symbolologist and follow a set of clues on your own quest to find a missing relic. And there's so much more. Costume dining with the dead, a conclave, a da Vinci ghost hunt, red light seance, workshops and presentations, a papal death mask, a replica of the Shroud of Turin, and speakers like Keith Johnson from Ghost Hunters, Steve Parsons from the UK, psychic artist Nancy Smith, and Ron Kolick from Ghost Chronicles, and many others. Go to NewEnglandGhostProject.com, that's N-E-GhostProject.com, or CirclesOfWisdom.com for more information and to purchase tickets. Or call 978-455-6678. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. You're listening to Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 FM, HD2. I am your scary godmother, Roxy Swicker, here with Professor Lou Blassie, Ken, and New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolek. And I am so excited because tickets just went on sale for our Ghostly Visions Haunted Dinner and VIP Trolley Tour with Ron, myself, and Steve Parsons, which is happening Tuesday, September 27th at 6.30 p.m. We'll be having a very special haunted dinner at a very haunted location, the Blue Mermaid Restaurant in Portsmouth, which used to be a brothel. Partitioned areas are still up in the attic, and there's ghostly things that happen there once a week. And Steve and Ron and I will all be sharing ghost stories over a delicious dinner, and then we will all be taking a ride afterwards. Not all. Well, uh, well, we, all three of us will be. Yes, we will. Yes, all three of us will be, <laughs> unless you're staying behind. Um and for a VIP private trolley tour throughout the seacoast, we can share some of those ghost stories with you. Um, the dinner itself is $45 per person, which includes your three-course dinner and the lecture. And Three courses? Yeah, three Ooh, courses. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to join us additionally for the trolley ride, that's $30, which is limited right now to 14 participants. The dinner tickets are already selling. And you can go to NewEnglandCuriosities.com and find out more information about this event. But it is coming up. I hate to say really quick. It's just over a month. So if you want to join us, be that sure to get quick. your tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this, the trolley, is it haunted? Uh, not that I'm aware of, the trolley itself. Tro- I mean, the trolley's got a little bit of history. I mean, it's... Uh, Where does it come from? It kind of has the entire story on the trolley. Well, it comes from down south where it was built. Down and then south. it served... You mean like in Weymouth? <laughs> no, I think it was more like Virginia or something oh, okay. like that. It was built in like South Carolina, um, and it served some time at uh, somewhat of an amusement park, like a parking shuttle tour thing, mm-hmm. and it sat for a while, and, and it came up here, and we've put it to work. That's pretty cool. So check out uh, Peter Papa. I wonder if, by the way, I wonder if he's like the the uh, brother of you know the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. 
the Pillsbury. Poppin' Dough. Fresh? Yeah, Poppin' uh, Fresh. You know, <laughs> Peter Papa, Poppin' Fresh. Peter Poppin' Fresh. Or maybe his cousin. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. He said walks out of the oven. Oh, stop it. But isn't he great? I, oh, my he, Oh my God, no. <laughs> what do you mean, no? He, he, you, all you have to do is fill out a a, uh, uh, a prayer card. You know, go online, fill out a prayer card, and uh, he'll send you free crap. Oh, great. It's true. It's free? No charge? No charge. Hmm. Uh, Steve Parson hasn't sent a cent to him, and he's received all kinds of good things. Everything from miracle water to uh, little felt doves. And uh, what else did he get? I don't know. Uh, he's got a whole pile of crap, but it's almost a weekly affair. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's so exciting, because in 1992, there was a movie that came out. It was called Leap of Faith with Steve I gonna, Martin. I was wondering. It sounded it like a him. Leap of Faith story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's who it was based on. It's really? Yeah. It's a really good yeah. movie, by the way. No kidding. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. You saw it? It was pretty yeah, funny. It. Was, I saw it recently. What actually. was the... Uh, the synopsis, I mean, what I mean. The film's main character is a faith healer who claims to read people's minds, but actually receives intimate details about his victims via a small radio. Ah. Oh, so it's like a hack shack. Well, well <laughs> the movie, the character is sympathetic. You like the character. Oh, really? Yeah. Even though he's a So he's a good guy. And there's a separate love story with Deborah Winger and Liam Neeson. So you recommend <laughs> it? Yeah, I like the movie a lot. All right, what's it called once again? Leap of Faith. Leap of Faith. There you go, Check folks. Check that out. You're looking for something to do on a cold, rainy night? There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, hmm, that's it? Well, so, no. So, um, he was collecting almost $4 million per year in the 1980s. Mm. And in 2003, his ministry received... Lou, how much do you make? I'm sorry. What was that? $4 million. <laughs> <laughs> So in uh, in 2003, his ministry received over 9.6 million dollars, and in 2005, 23 million dollars. And um, mm. he he is uh, the person that lets miracles. Uh, that's what he sells. Uh, and I guess he apparently has been getting messages in his ear from his wife while he's out there on stage. And I guess that's kind of the, the secret behind things. Oh, so she's passed on and he's she's from no, the other side giving messages? No, no, she's half his age. Uh-uh. No, so it's they the, way like... they ran the way they ran the show. Is they gathered info on the people he was going to be dealing mm-hmm. with and they prompted him during the show. Was a, mm. yeah. Did he really perform miracles? You know, that's an interesting point, is if if we talk about this, you know, being able, the power of positive thinking, and sometimes I, be, I really believe that, if you believe in somebody, and, and we talk about this, we and we talk about this if, if you know, for protection, if you're going ghost hunting, what you believe in, and, and uh, for yeah. instance, you know, I've always gotten, like, criticisms because I'm Catholic, it's like, oh, what if, and I splash holy water everywhere, it's like, oh, what if the, <laughs> what if the ghost is Muslim, it's like, it's not about the ghost it's about you it's your power it's your intention that yeah, they're it's really, your experience yeah, exactly so i mean i i wouldn't be surprised if if he did have miracles oh, i really wouldn't he sells his russian miracle spring water on late night infomercials yeah and uh, your promised miraculous protection from disease and disability along with financial prosperity which may include and i quote divine money transfers directly into your account if you sleep with the water for one night before drinking it then pray over the empty packet send it back to him with a donation always with the yeah and then of course he'll send you more letters requesting more donations for more miracles (laughs) yeah but uh, steven got a little little kind of horn that you would blow three times and Really? Uh, yeah, and then send it back with the donation. And uh, so much like Steve. <laughs> Steve's like all into this. He, yeah. I had never even, be honest with you, I never heard of him until I, I, I was chatting with uh, Steve, and yeah. uh, he would tell me, "Oh, you this guy, he sends me stuff all the time." He says, "You can do it too. Just fill out a prayer card. You get all this free crap." So well, it's <laughs> interesting. We know we know full well the power of uh, self sabotage and negative thinking and things. That's like that. true, right? But we don't often give the same type of credit. To the positive end of it as mm-hmm. well, and it works both ways. Yeah. yeah, that's why you know a lot of people poo-poo religion, but sometimes religion is a good thing. Yeah, and that you know it can if you believe in it, and that's what religion is. Religion is a belief; it's not a right. proof; it's a belief. And if you believe in it, then it can do good things for you. So, just saying. <laughs> yeah, you know what's really cool is I started doing. 
I'm on, at uh, Spurquest, I'm going to be doing a, a presentation on the Shroud of Turin because I have a replica of the Shroud of Turin, uh, front half only. And the more research I'm doing on this thing, it's amazing. I can't, I can't wait to do this presentation. It, it's really, really cool. I mean, there's so much, you know, I, I've, I know the, all the negative parts of it, but then the counterbalance, and it, it's kind of cool. It's really, really cool. And I'm really excited about doing that. I mean, and and the whole thing at uh, Spiritus is going to be so great. I mean, Roxy, you're doing something there as well, right? Yeah, about how to work with angels. Uh, you know, make your prayer, set up an angel altar. Which angels you can use for various pleas. See, that's the hierarchy thing. She's mm-hmm. going to hit that on there, is right. Yeah. So it's cool. So I mean, angels have specialties. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, you you know you have if you've lost something, if you're looking for protection, there's a lot of different ah, angels. You know Saint that, Anthony, yeah, right? That that are that are specialists, yeah. Saint Anthony he, is the patron saint of uh, parking spaces, isn't he? Well, finding lost things. Finding lost things. <laughs> well, finding a parking space. That would work. Did you lose a parking that space? <laughs> that was his no, joke. Well, you're looking, just looking for one. You <laughs> that was his one. joke. No, you just blew it. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> no it wasn't a joke. Yes, that it was. That just has been. Go with it. Well, no, that has been presented to me. Yeah. yeah. I, Who do you I pray? Didn't make that up. I well, that's like the, the the archangels are Raphael is 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 for healing, right? Correct. Yeah, Michael's protection. Michael's yeah. protection. Yeah. Who do you pray for when you um, want to sell your house? Isn't that the one Saint Joseph? You take his statue and put yeah, it upside down. Yeah, buried, buried, buried on yeah, the property. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Kind of cool, huh? No, okay. Yeah. All those little interesting little rituals that we have. Hmm. But anyway. Uh, the, one of the things we will be doing up at uh, Spirit Course is, is I'm going to re redo the the chapel again. I'm going to set it up as a church again. So, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind because we're having the conclave there, which is you know that'll be interesting. Yeah, which would be cool. And uh, so, are you going to like send up smoke and stuff? Yeah, we're doing the exact Incense same and the exact the exact same process they use for electing the pope, except we're going to use it to elect the best dressed costume. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about intent. Genius, yeah. right? genius. No, well, seriously. Like the Pope I mean, would be the best dressed out of them all, too. Well, Saturday, Saturday. I mean, Friday night is is the dinner, and, and we this is part of it. And also joining us will be uh, Rich Lavenwood. Uh, excuse me, the amazing Viano and Steve Gibson, who will be doing uh, their bizarre magic as well as a little sp- split on that mm-hmm. as well. So, are you going to have the Pope mobile? No, I like the Pope mobile. I do too. I think it's the coolest thing ever. Every time I look at it, I think it should be like a big fish bowl. Yeah. <laughs> See the Pope in the water going. <laughs> Goldfish. Yeah, for those of you who Goldfish can't, floating by. Who, who could not hear what Ron was just doing, he was making a swimming fish face. <laughs> oh, you can't hear what I was doing? No. Can't hear can't what you were doing. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Just give an overview. You can send them to anyghostproject.com, yep. newenglandghostproject.com mm-hmm. to get yep. the schedule. But talk a little bit about the schedule because people, if they're hearing about for example, your presentation on the Shroud of Turin, mm-hmm. you're going to want to know what night to be there. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't set the schedule up. It'll be set this week, the, f- the final schedule. I'm just you should going be there the whole weekend, though. Yes. I recommend it. Weekend. It's a lot of fun. Um, you can also get tickets to Circles of Wisdom, too. So just to let you know, you can get your tickets there. And the cool thing about this, too, you can get a weekend pass, which is a good savings. Or you can go just for the dinner run um, Friday night. Uh, you can come all day Saturday to go all the presentations, workshops, and we have uh, tables here. We have uh, you know vended tables and uh, also readers and so forth. That's Saturday and Sunday. You can go Saturday by itself. You can go Sunday by itself. And then, then uh, Saturday night is the Da Vinci Code Ghost Hunt, uh, which you can do separately as well. So uh, it, it's kind of cool. I mean, the, y- your best bet is really to buy a weekend pass because I've made it so economical to do it. I mean, you go to some of these... You know, like the ghost hunter ones and everything else. They they want ridiculous amount of money for the, yeah. you know, a one day pass. Never mind a, a weekend pass. And so we make ours fairly reasonable. Plus, so. chances are you're going to go there, find out something's happening the next night. You're going to want to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, if you do buy a weekend pass, uh, you get a um, gift bag which has cool stuff in it, and also uh, you get to take part in the. Um, uh, what's it called? Silent auction? No, that's that'll be there all weekend. But uh, 
the, you search for the lost relic. It's, it's, you become a symbologist, and you follow clues. You get your first clue at the dinner, and, uh, and then you follow all week and, and find the, the lost relic, and uh, there'll That's be a cool. prize for that as well. So it's kind of cool. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be tons of fun. So, and uh, it, the silent auction you're talking about, I don't know if you call it a silent auction, whatever it is, I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but um, we have all these angel items that belong to my mom. My mom uh, passed away a couple of years ago, and my brother had the house, and so I, don't, I ended up with all her stuff. And it's difficult for me to get rid of it. Every, you know, I start a misty eye on every time I go through it, but she had an extensive collection of angels, so... What I decided to do is I'm going to have them uh, at the as an auction as part of Spirit Quest, and all the funds from it is going to go to the um, the the ter- um, Mother Teresa Ministry, which uh, ministers to the homeless, which was like a big thing with her. She used to always collect like socks and for the homeless and bowl and everything else. So yeah, that's good. Uh, so all nice. that money from there, you know, that way someone's getting an item that they they like if they've they've been on it and the money goes to a, a real good cause cause that was dear to my mom so it's a good way of uh, taking care of that but anyway yep so uh anyways keith johnson will be there nancy smith who was on the show the psychic goddess mm-hmm. an angel person she'll be here there as well uh maureen wood will be there um roxy of course will be there uh You'll Wendy Reardon, what's that? Mm-hmm. You'll be there. I will be there. <laughs> uh, Wendy Reardon, Steve Parsons from the UK will be there. Wendy Reardon, who uh, is doing a, a thing on the death of popes, she'll have a papal death mask as well. So, I mean, it's going to be a really, really fun, fun weekend, and I'm I'm excited about doing it. So, is it an actual death mask? Yeah. Cool. Do you know we have a actually a museum in Massachusetts on death mass? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's called the International Life Museum. De- life Mask Museum, I believe. They don't call it death mask, they call it life mask. Hmm. And I believe that's the name of it. I'm, I'm, I might be wrong as I usually are, but they have like Lincoln's is there, uh, Sir Isaac Newton, uh, all these cool. Because back then they w- what, what they do is they would make a, an imprint of your yeah. face. Especially before they had cameras and stuff. That's right. how they would preserve you for eternity. Hmm. And there was a process to do that, to put it on your face and... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know when exactly how late, I mean, how... And they'd do it after death? Yeah, after death. Hmm. I don't know how long after death. That was the curious thing that I was interested in. Yeah. So, anyway. But well, it was Lincoln. It could have been months. He, you know, I, I read some crazy thing about him. Uh, you know, he went on the train. He did the big yeah. train tour, right? Yeah. So they had to keep him preserved, and well, they didn't really. They what they did is they brought a lot of flowers. They kept changing the flowers because he stunk. Yeah. And not only that, they dug up his son. Did you know that? And brought him yeah. along too. Yeah. They he, he really? died while he was in office in Washington. They dug up his body. I think I heard that. Yeah. And they brought it with them. I didn't know that. Yeah. They had, uh, the story as I hear it, is they had to preserve him for the train ride. And they, yeah, they had, had an, eventually the, the foundations of a lot of embalming that we do now was forged on trying to keep him as exactly. preserved they, as possible. Exactly. They brought, they brought um, an undertaker with them. So right. that was his job, the whole thing. But the kicker was, supposedly, of course, uh, Lincoln's body was uh, kidnapped. His body was stolen. That's Attempted to a couple times. Well, it actually was. It was, it was taken away. Yeah, but and, and additionally, it was attempted to a couple times. Right. As well. Yeah. In one case, because they wanted to spring a counterfeiter. Right. Yeah. So they uh, held his body. That's for a ransom. intriguing story, isn't it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the the kicker of the story is, and there was also problems with their uh, with his first uh, mausoleum that they put together. Mm-hmm. There were some physical problems with it, and at one point they lost the body because they buried the body uh, to keep it away from people trying to steal it. Right. And they lost track of where the body was. In the end, they finally got it, and they built a new mausoleum, and they were going to put him in, and someone had the bright idea of saying, well, you know, before we put this guy here, let's make sure it's actually him. That would be a good thing. So they opened the casket, and he was so well-preserved from the uh, the whole train thing that yeah. they could recognize him, and this was decades later. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, kind of like we can like I said, they had a, a they had a yeah. yeah they had a uh, undertaker with them and, and they flowers they did because he did stay. Oh yeah, you know, I can so, imagine. Sure. Yeah, and like I said, his son was dug up at the same time. Now, in my book, goes today, I, I talk about that train and that train is supposedly seen uh, 
spectral t- trainers along the route sometimes. Mm. So Interesting. It's kind of cool. Mm. But, uh, yeah, they have like a, uh, a uh, band of skeletons, you know, band, like band, musical band that plays on the train that oh. they <laughs> hear. Uh, the the uh, cross gates go down. And there's no train coming, of course, but the spectral train. Oh, so. interesting. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. So, what you got there, kid? I was looking up the International <laughs> Lifecast Museum. And Lifecast? Lifecast Museum. There you go. It, it looks like they're they're on the North Shore, but it, it's not a place that can be visited just yet. They have everything that's online, and they're trying to raise money for a permanent location. Oh. But they do have some really cool stuff there. Um, they have a lot of cast of people that are still alive that haven't passed away either, like mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, Patrick Stewart. Preemptive. Like Very that. good. Yeah. <laughs> because they eventually they, you know, they will die. Say, I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't do that more. Do have the cast done before, you know, before death. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It would have made sense. I don't know. They got one of James Dean, which I is mean, really they do cool. Portraits no kidding. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really it's kind of spooky looking, actually. Mm. But yeah, if you um, look them up, it's uh, ILC Museum. They've got galleries online where you can take a look at all of the, the pictures of their masks, and they have them broken up in separate categories depending on what you want to mm. see. Am I in it, by the way? Uh, have you have you been cast yet? I don't know. So you, 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 you should know if you were cast. <laughs> I don't know. So James Dean dies in a car accident, right? Yep. And uh, this is fifties. Yep. And someone walked into the room and said, "I got to take a cast of James Dean here." And yeah, that, that was okay. I guess. Yeah. Maybe he wanted it. Maybe it was in his wanted? will. In his will, or maybe well, a family member. I'm guessing maybe he didn't have a will. He was in his. What? He was young. He was young. Yeah, he was. And died suddenly. The cursed car of James Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Yep, there he is. Where, where, where? But like show uh, I'm showing Lou right now. What about now? me? What about oh, me? It's, it's like Bruce Willis to me. Again, someone showed up at the funeral home or in the autopsy room and said, hey, yeah. i gotta, I got to you know, take a cast of this guy. That's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, the funeral director's like, oh, we gotta, we got to do this. <laughs> Maybe he didn't tell anybody right away. Don't know. Interesting. We'll have to find out it says, more. No, it says James Dean's life mask was made for the film Giant. Oh, there you go. Oh, it was before he, before he died. Yeah. Or during he died. Yeah, and the, I guess from the the age of the cast, it sunk in a little bit in some places. But yeah, it was done done for a movie. And they also have a cast, a, a detailed body cast of. Someone in their tattoos, which is really amazing. Hmm. You know, I guess that would make sense for Hollywood actors and stuff because they would have the cast made for like um, makeup and prosthetics yeah. and stuff. Yeah, well, they got so there's Rich- probably a lot of them out there. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus, they made a cast of his face for Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and they have it. Uh-huh. You know what's cool is this this woman that died in France, and she was like a John Doe or John Jane Doe, whatever, right? They didn't know what they did, but back in those days what they would do is they would put you on display and people would go by and see if they recognize you that's if you were unidentified hmm. and she was so pretty uh that she actually had a following and they made a mask of her and as it turns out she is now the, the guy that uh okay let me get into a whole story here now when do we talk <laughs> what time period are we talking about Oh, God, I can't remember France. Okay. 1800s? You know me, the details get a little fuzzy for me. Old days? Yeah, the olden days. <laughs> but the, the coolest thing about it is... Um, it was 1880s. There oh. you go. This guy, uh, you know the guy who invented the, the Heimlich Maneuver? Heimlich, Heimlich Maneuver, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, not him. But uh, <laughs> there's CPR, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This this guy saved a kid by CP, doing CPR, right? So the doctors wanted to say, how can you can you share this method with us? So he said, uh, yeah, he was a toy manufacturer. So um, what he did is uh, he came up with the dummy, but he had to make the dummy appealing so that people wouldn't be scared to use it or whatever. Right. Yeah. So we actually used her death mask. For the dummy that we do CPR on today. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. She cool looks. Story? She looks just like her. See. 
Interesting legacy, huh? It is. You want to say that? Because no way I'm yeah, going to no mention kidding. it. No <laughs> kidding. It's like French. Uh, it's Le Inicu de la Seine, the unknown woman of the Seine. Yep. Isn't it amazing I know all this crap? Yeah, and it said that, <laughs> yeah, that her, her death mask became a popular fixture on the walls of artists' homes. Yep. Her face inspired literary works as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. No kidding. I did not know. I know all the crap, but I, the details get a little fuzzy <laughs> on the side. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all up there. It's in there. Yeah, whatever. So, anyways, uh, Roxy, what would you do? Or you already talked about what you did. You got anything coming up? Um. So, uh, well, we have the uh, cemetery tour that's coming up. I'm going to be in Rhode Island next week down in Coventry um, talking about the story of oh, yeah. Elizabeth and all the ghosts there. For two I'm, nights. Yep, for two nights. Um, and then I'll be doing Maritime Mysteries and Ghost Stories the second night. And then uh, coming up, I, I'm putting it up this week on our site, is the link for the seance that we'll be doing on Halloween night. On Halloween. How'd you ever talk me into doing it on Halloween? Yeah, I twisted your arm. So yeah. I, I, honest to God, I never do anything on Halloween. <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. But she asked me, and it's like, I'm so like putty in, I everybody. to- I, I, putty I, I, in everybody's <laughs> arms. Sure, I, okay. I, I, to- I told you you could say no, but it's... Um, I know, but I can't. Yeah, it's going to be a red light seance in Spirit Circle, and that will be coming up on, on Halloween night in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't disclose the location as of yet, but it is a very haunted location that both no, of us disclose. have. Ooh, yes, look at this. Yes, both, that both of us have. Even uh, more special. <laughs> Above ground or underground? <laughs> you'll well, have there, to come. There, is, there is an underground. Oh, yeah. yeah you'll, you'll definitely have yeah. to find out. Do-do. So those tickets will be going on sale this week at NewEnglandCuriosities.com. And we've we've been having some amazing, amazing ghost tours. Holy cow. It's, really? Yeah. It's been really nuts on, um, on Saturday Like what? Like what? I mean, here we got four minutes left in the no, show, I mean, and now she's mentioned it. Like, whoa, what the hell? Oh, well, we, we, we went from demons to death masks. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where my inn was. Well, <laughs> just make it. I do. <laughs> what, um, was it? what the hell? I was on, talking on, about a woman who got duped out of a thousand bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. So on... Uh, on on Saturday, we were doing our cemetery ghost tour, and we had 22 people on the tour, which was really nice. And mm-hmm. um, there was a woman with uh, two daughters, and they were all happy-go-lucky, really smiling, having a good time as we were walking down to the cemetery. We got into the cemetery, and little girl, she's probably about eight or nine years old, kept looking over at one particular grave. So I'm like, okay, and she just looked a little kind of weird. She looked very different than when she did walking down with us. Went to the story of Elizabeth, which is a whole, you know, another craziness, whole mm-hmm. bunch of awesome things happened there. But when I was getting ready to walk away, Away from Elizabeth's grave, I turned around and this little girl was kneeling down on the ground between a headstone and a footstone, and she was crying and she kept saying, "I feel so sad, I feel so sad." Oh. And I said, "Oh my God!" I says, "That's the next grave that we're going to," and everybody feels a sadness there because it's a grave for two children that died in the yellow fever epidemic. You couldn't read anything on the stone; it was dark out, and the little girl literally freaked out when I told her that mm-hmm. this was our haunted grave. And it she- was know beforehand. Yeah, she had no idea, and it was the spookiest thing to turn around and see her out of all of the graves. She was right between the headstone and the footstone, kneeling there and crying. Everybody on my tour was, we were all just goosebumps all over the place. And that's oh, just wow. one part of the tour. Yeah, that was just that was just one part that's of the so tour. That's so cool. Yeah, it was, it was really cool, and she wasn't afraid or anything. She's just like, I don't know why I feel so sad. Hmm. That happens. I mean, it happened on our ghost tours at the, the uh, lighthouse as well. And speaking of the lighthouse uh, and graves, um, I forget the date, unfortunately. I think it's the 24th, uh, September 24th, is we will uh, be doing a ceremony and placing a lighthouse keeper's uh, marker on uh, Joshua Carr's grave. Oh, uh, nice. I wonder Portsmouth. who found that grave. <laughs> I wonder who that was. I have no clue. That was before my time. Yeah, I wonder who that was. I discovered that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Somebody we know here. Way before Some, my time. Someone we know. Anyways, check out my website, nghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, or you can get Roxy's at uh, newenglandcuriosities.com. You can also find us on Facebook. There you go. So what do we got left? About 30 seconds? Just about to start the exit. That's about right. Yeah. So, Lou, thank you so much. The pulsating heart. Mm. Telltale. Yeah, by the way, I, I used the, the uh, Van Helsing music on the other show. Steve hates it. He hates uh. it? <laughs> I got it. It's good music. He likes the hot beats so we can talk all over and splish splat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. God bless. And Bye-bye. thanks, everybody, in chat.
goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.